Hey, this is Chris. Hope you're doing well and welcome to Popcorn Finance, the show where we discuss finance and about the time it takes to make a bag of popcorn. I appreciate you all coming back and joining me for another episode. And I'm really excited today because I get to tackle a question I received from a listener. But before we hop into that, I wanted to say thank you to Cons and Kernels for bringing you today's bag of popcorn. I'm so excited to be working with Cons and Kernels because they have delicious flavors such as sweet sriracha, jailhouse cheese and lemon pepper dill. It's popcorn that's so good, it's criminal. But more importantly, I'm proud to be partnering with Cons and Kernels because of their mission to provide a positive employment experience to those with criminal records. Cons and Kernels founder Emily O'Brien believes that everyone deserves a second chance. And after being released from prison, Emily saw just how difficult it can be to not just find a job, but to feel worthy of a second chance. So Cons and Kernels provides the opportunity for individuals to gain confidence and maintain positive employment. And on top of that, Cons and Kernels will be doing a special giveaway just for Popcorn Finance listeners all throughout the month of November. You can come join me over on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, where I'll be sharing more details about how you can win one of their three flavor packs of popcorn. So thanks again to Cons and Kernels for bringing the popcorn both figuratively and literally this episode. So let's take a listen to today's question from Tito. What is your thoughts on robo-advisors, such as platforms like Fidelity Go, but basically a robot using algorithms to uh, invest for you once you set up a profile? I would love to hear your opinion on that. Thanks for calling in, Tito. And robo-advisors is becoming one of those hot buzzwords that you're hearing thrown around everywhere. So I think that it is important to, first of all, let's jump in and talk about what exactly is a robo-advisor. So I guess in the most simplest terms I can think of, because I was going back and forth over the way I should define a robo-advisor, um, and these are the words that came to me. <laughs> They're essentially a like digital automated service that relies on algorithms and you know software in the background to make decisions about how to invest your portfolio. And they typically do this through taxable accounts, like a brokerage account, which you've heard me talk about with Tila Hokum in the past during the Investing 101 series, and through tax advantage accounts, such as IRAs or individual retirement accounts. And all of this is done with little to no interaction from a human at all. It's all run by a computer. So now that we know what a robo-advisor is, let's talk about what it isn't. It is not some magical artificial intelligence that is going to solve all your financial problems and take your $5 and turn it into $20 million. It's not going to do that at all. It's just really good at doing a few tasks very efficiently. So the things that robo-advisors are best at are one, balancing a portfolio. And I've talked about diversification also during the Investing 101 series. And portfolio is really just a fancy way of saying the collection of investment products you have. Could be stocks, could be bonds, could be cash. But when you're developing your portfolio or choosing your investment products, you want to have diversification, which again, we talked about more in the Investing 101 series. But essentially, you want to have a varied selection of investment items. And typically, you choose some type of percentage breakdown between stocks and bonds and cash. So for example, if you're young, you may want to go very aggressive and say, I'm going 90% in stocks and only 10% in bonds. Well, what will happen is over time, as you receive investment returns on these products, that mixture can tend to shift. So maybe after a while, you end up with 95% stocks and only 5% bonds overall because you've received so much more of a return on your stocks. 
But to maintain an even level of risk, you want to maintain those percentage breakdowns. So when it becomes out of balance, you typically have to go in and rebalance those items to bring it back to a 90-10 split or 80-20 split, whatever you're working with. So these robo-advisors can do that for you automatically. The next thing that they're good at is optimizing taxes. This isn't really a big issue if you have it in one of the tax advantage accounts like an IRA, but saying you have it in a brokerage style account, which you are liable for paying those taxes annually, there are strategies that you can utilize to help minimize the amount of taxes that you're going to owe every year. So robo-advisors are really good at making those moves within your portfolio to take losses when necessary to offset gains to limit the amount of taxes that you're going to be paying within your account. And the last couple of things that robo-advisors are really good at is, one, it's really simple and easy to open an account. I've opened investment accounts and retirement accounts at a variety of different organizations, and typically the process is not that easy to, to really understand. It can be a lot of different forms you're going through, a lot of terminology that you may not have ever heard before. And the thing with these accounts managed by robo-advisors is that they're typically really easy to open. You can open them right from your phone. And on top of that, they're comparatively cheap. Their annual fees can run anywhere from a quarter of a percent up to half a percent, which can be cheaper than going with an investment advisor. And on top of that, if you remember from last week's episode, Terry was having a really difficult time getting someone to call her back with her questions about managing her money. Sometimes if you don't have a lot of money to manage, investment advisors aren't necessarily interested in taking you on as a client because they're not going to make that much money on you. So utilizing a robo advisor can be a way for you to cheaply and easily access some simple but effective tactics within your investment strategy. But when it comes to robo advisors, the elephant in the room, the big question is, couldn't you just do all of this yourself? And yes, yeah, you, you actually could. You could just open up a brokerage account. You go with a company like Vanguard or Fidelity, and it'll probably be cheaper. You can invest in a mutual fund with a really low annual fee. It could be a fraction of what you would pay with a robo-advisor and call it a day. But the reality is not everybody knows how to do this and not everyone's comfortable making these decisions. So a robo-advisor is a great introduction into the world of investing without feeling too overwhelmed. Some examples of companies that offer these robo-advisor services are Wealthfront, Betterment, Fidelity Go, like Tito mentioned in his call, and many other companies that I found through my research online. So when it comes down to it, why should you even consider a robo-advisor? I would say, one, it's really easy to start with them. You can open an account probably in a minute or so. Uh, it's relatively inexpensive. They have pretty low fees. And overall, they keep it very simple. You don't go in and pick individual investments. You just set a goal, answer a few questions, and then they will place you in the correct investments automatically. The drawbacks of using a robo-advisor really is that it's not a complete financial solution. This isn't going to handle all aspects of your financial life. Uh, this is not a replacement for a financial planner. It won't help you with issues like life insurance, uh, drafting of wills or trusts, or other big major financial events that you've had in your life. So a robo-advisor could just be a piece to your overall financial plan. Thanks again, Tito, for calling in with your question. And if you want to be like Tito and ask a question that I'll answer here on the show, you can call into the brand new Popcorn Finance Hotline. And that number is 707-200-8259. And don't worry, I'll put that in the show notes just in case you're doing something that is unsafe for you to be uh, writing down the phone number uh, while you're doing it. And if you don't feel like calling, you can also send me an email to questions at popcornfinance.com. I'd love to hear from you. And also remember to come join me over on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook. Just look for Popcorn Finance because I will be sharing details on the popcorn giveaway that cons and kernels will be holding all throughout the month of November. As always, I appreciate you joining me here for another bag of popcorn. 
I hope you have an amazing rest of your week and I'll talk to you soon. Your boy, keep it popping like Mary Poppins.